Hello and welcome to the Mindful Startup Podcast, episode number 20. As you can see, we are doing this a little differently today. I am doing a video along with my podcast because Spotify allows it now. So I figured why not? This will be good if you are a visual learner or just want to see the face behind this podcast (laughs) and what my workstation looks like. So today we are going to be talking about creating and creating when it feels best to you to create. So there has been a lot changing in my life. There's been a lot going on, a lot of really positive changes, things moving really fast with business, and it's great. It's really, really good. And it got me thinking about the different things that I'm doing now versus what I was doing at the beginning, because I think that there's a few notable differences that have helped me go from A to Z or A to, still not at Z, A to M a little faster than I was doing before. And I wanted to share those insights. I have been experimenting with some different productivity hacks as I usually am, but I have been doing something a little bit different from what I normally preach, which is why I wanted to share it with you. I think that as creative people or creators, if you are one or an entrepreneur, we often have a lot of bursts of creativity, as I've spoken about on earlier podcast. And very often we feel that we need to do things the way that the rest of the world does them and what we hear other people say that we need to do. For example, There's this idea of hustle culture. I'm sure you are familiar with that. This idea that we work hard and we work harder until we've achieved our goals and then we can look up and enjoy our lives. We can finally enjoy our lives. We can finally go and do what we want to do, be the people that we want to be, but that we have to keep our head down in the meantime and aggressively work to make our dreams come true. And this is, of course, true to an extent. I mean, persistence and taking consistent action combined with strategy and fine-tuning, getting better and better at each attempt that you take and throughout your process, streamlining your process, is going to get you from A to Z. And it is going to get you there. However, it doesn't all have to be this aggressive, challenging, stressful process all of the time that is constantly being preached. It's a very masculine way of doing things, which we all need some of that, but we also need to balance it. We need to balance it so that we are doing things that also feel good for us at the same time and we're not burning out and we are continuing to still enjoy our lives, still enjoy the journey, but also get out there and accomplish our goals and make our dreams come true. 
because life is about going after the things that fill you up, make you happy. But we don't want to forget the journey along the way, right? Because the journey is life. The achievements themselves are fleeting. When we achieve something great, it's amazing and it's thrilling and there's a dopamine hit. It's an exhilarating feeling oftentimes. However, a lot of the time as well, when we finally get to the achievement, maybe we're not feeling as good as we thought we were going to feel. And because we kind of put this goal on a pedestal and we said to ourselves, we'll finally be happy when we achieve this goal. But of course, life is about the journey. Those moments are fleeting and the journey is what makes up the majority of our lives. So we may as well enjoy it. We should enjoy it. And in fact, not only should we enjoy it, but the process when we actually love what we're doing, then it makes the process much more sweet, but it also makes the goal come a lot faster and a lot easier. So let me start off by explaining this experiment that I did with myself this past week. As you know, I am obsessed with productivity. I love it. I love learning new ways to become better, faster, stronger, and teaching other people to do the same because it's fun. That being said, was starting to burn out. I wasn't at the point yet of complete burnout, but the warning signs were there and I've burned out before and burning out before resulted in me taking a four-month hiatus on TikTok, for example, not posting anything on Instagram for a long time and just this big lull in my social media and, and in a lot of my goals, putting them on pause. So I was starting to notice some of those warning signs coming up again as I've been really grinding to get this membership completed for you, get all of these courses that are going in the membership completed, talking with lawyers back and forth, talking with my startup coach. But this is just to give you an idea of some of the things that I have going on right now. I also have goals for TikTok which I'm also going to be getting back into gear on Instagram, Pinterest too, lots of good marketing goals as well. So I'm trying to do all of these different things simultaneously, right? And I'm noticing the warning signs. All of a sudden, I'm not feeling excited about the things that I'm usually excited about. I'm not wanting to post. Like I'm pulling teeth to come up with ideas. And I'm a really creative person. So to me, it's a red flag. I found myself glued on my phone so that my mind was racing at a thousand miles a minute. I was constantly having TikToks playing back and forth in my head and random things that I saw on Instagram. You know, it's funny because Instagram for me used to be the place where I would go to Tone, tune it down a little bit after going to TikTok because Instagram used to be a lot more easygoing, but to compete with TikTok, they are starting to make short form content and they're starting to do things a lot more like TikTok so that they can compete in the marketplace, which understandable for them. But of course, 
for you and for me, it just means that we have to monitor our attention even more. And something that I know that I think about often is how much time are we spending doing these mindless activities? Sometimes it is really helpful and enjoyable and enriching to go on these social media platforms. I've learned so much from TikTok. I'm sure you have too. I mean, it is a wealth of knowledge on there and it is phenomenal. There are things that I'm not sure I could have gone to school for to learn what I have on, you know, than I did on like five months of on TikTok. I I mean, it's, it's crazy. It's amazing. Productivity tips, everything under the sun, things that are so, so useful that have honestly improved my life and I'm sure has improved yours too. So I'm really grateful for that platform. I mean, that's how I found my coach is through TikTok as well. And other people that I've ended up working with as well have been on TikTok. It's been incredible. And it's also obviously been a main contributor to my business. So really grateful for TikTok. However, and that was a rant, found myself mindlessly scrolling. And as a creator, you know, you're checking your notifications constantly. Sometimes it's difficult to actually avoid getting on your phone at all because you might have to respond to people or you might need to post. I have a commitment to myself that I show up on Instagram every single day. And so I get up and on Instagram every single day and I show up and I respond to any posts, any messages that I get. As you know, this creates some kind of whirlpool in your mind and it becomes increasingly difficult to concentrate. And I swear they need to coin the phrase TikTok brain because it's, it's really a thing. I know that you know what I'm talking about, where all of these different things are flowing through your mind at the same time. Songs, it's kind of like the, the meme where it says something like, there's 20 tabs open in my head, and then I don't know where the music's, and I don't know where the music's coming from. <laughs> something like that. Let me get back to the story. I found that these were the beginning signs for me that I was burning out because I wasn't wanting to do anything. I was mindlessly scrolling. I was feeling unmotivated and a little discouraged because of my lack of energy, which then my instinct was to force even harder and put more energy in. But of course, that's not the right answer, right? Because when you're feeling a lack of energy and then you get a little disappointed or frustrated with yourself because you're not maybe contributing all that you want to contribute on social media or wherever in your job, whatever it is in your house, doing chores, and you force even harder, putting more energy and trying to get more out of yourself so that you can be more productive, it just backfires. It just backfires. And then that's what ends up leading to burnout. So I decided to try something different. And this is when I start to explain what I did. So typically 
I talk about habits and I stand by them. I stand by the habits. The habits are great. However, I think that it is important to take into consideration the kind of creative or worker that you are. So if you can afford to on a particular project or whatever it might be, obviously there are some tasks that none of us can put off. And so we must rely on our schedule, must rely on the habits. And I think no matter what habits, we should adopt them because that's when we get the most accomplished is through habits. However, if you are finding yourself drained, then this is something that you can try. And this is what I did this week. Instead of creating because it's on your schedule and because you have to, simply creating the moment that you get the inspiration and you get the passion for it. And something that I have learned and have come to the conclusion of recently is that our best content is truly formed when we are feeling passionate. That's the truth for me. Not just content, but your projects. Your best work is done when you are passionate about that thing. What I did instead was I worked with consideration of my energy and maximizing efficiency based on my energy levels and also my bursts of inspiration and my passionate moments when I would come up with an idea and want to execute it right away. So I would just sit down as soon as I came up with the idea. And that was the podcast last week. I came up with the idea as I was talking with someone and I was in Vermont because that's where I went. I went to Vermont with my family for 4th of July weekend. I was in a hotel and it was not convenient, but I had my podcasting mic with me because I was hopeful this would happen. I pulled out my podcasting mic and I just recorded the episode and I just sat down until it was done. It is so much easier to create when you are just inspired in the moment. And that's the message here that I want you to take away and give a try. People can feel your energy behind what you create. They can feel the energy behind your work. They really can, especially if it is work that's a little bit more creative or a little bit more expressive. They can feel that. This becomes increasingly obvious when you are a creator on social media, People can feel the energy behind what you're creating and you end up seeing that firsthand. What you'll notice is that the things you're really, really excited about and put that passion and love and joy into ends up being really well received by whoever is listening, watching, or reading it, especially in comparison to the other just in this example, content that you might put out there into the world, which is not, you know, maybe performs okay, 
but perhaps not exactly like the intuitive content. Now, I want to be clear, you can be successful both ways. You don't have to be a intuitive creator or an intuitive worker all the time. And you don't have to, it doesn't have to be your thing. Maybe it doesn't work for you. Maybe only sometimes it works for you. And I think for most people, that's how it is. So for me, I'm certainly an intuitive creator. However, because my schedule is becoming more and more booked, it's a little bit more challenging to just create when I feel inspired because I might have a meeting when I'm feeling inspired or when I have my idea or I might have a bunch of day full of back-to-back meetings that I can't do anything about until I'm off at the end of the day. And then maybe by the end of the day, I'm not feeling energized. So, you know, you have to check in with yourself and what is feeling good to you and what makes sense with your schedule. However, the times that you can just go execute when you're feeling that ping of passion, you will find that some of these are your most creative, most incredible projects that you put out into the world. One example that if you saw my Instagram story, you probably know. So I had created this funny cat video. There was no real intention. I wasn't trying to get followers from this or anything. I had no intention other than I'm just going to have fun with this. And that's it. And what do you know? It's the best performing Instagram reel that I have up there, which is amazing, completely unexpected you will find is true for you that when you are creating from that place of passion and just wanting to have fun with it, that you're going to go so much further. You're going to connect with more people. You are just going to have so much more, such a great impact on others. But I do want to be clear that if you're not an intuitive creator, that's totally fine. I've also found that there have been times, on the flip side of this, one of my most viral TikToks yet, I remember being so burnt out in the, like right before I made it. It was the most super viral TikTok and it got me the most followers. There's been a lot of talk about creators and workers and what kind of creator you are in particular. If you are an intuitive creator, you create based on your intuition. If you're a a batcher and you like to batch things and get them done that way, and you're very routine with what you do and how you do your work versus you do it intuitively, there are those two opposite ends of the spectrum. Think about the artist that, or the writer that you hear of visiting the log cabin in the middle of nowhere so that they can feel inspired to create because they need a lot of time alone and they create solely based off of this intuition versus the person that sits down and is very routine and has to time everything and is very regimented. I think that there is Those are two opposite ends of the spectrum, and it's best to find middle ground 
I think that middle ground is needed to become as successful as you want to be in whatever it is that you're doing. I am definitely a blend of both. I lean more intuitive. However, if I am solely relying on intuition, then I don't get as much done. The way that I became semi-TikTok famous, I mean, I'm not TikTok famous, not yet, guys. It, it's happening. It's happening soon. Okay, mark my words. Now I just told you, so I have to do it. But getting to 13 plus thousand followers on TikTok, I did that through habits. I did that through posting three times a day, every single day until I got there. And it was not intentional. It was simply a habit. I think my most viral videos on TikTok were created with a mixture of both. But ultimately, I had the habit in place. I had the time frame that I did my TikToks. I would do them at six o'clock every night, 6 p.m., I'm sitting in my chair and I'm filming and I don't stop filming until I created three TikToks. That's what I did. That's all I did. That's all I committed to. And one day I was creating a TikTok and I just had this feeling about it. I had an idea and I just knew as I was creating this idea, it almost felt like some guidance from the universe or a higher power of sorts, or I was being guided because I knew that as soon as I released this, that it was going to do so, so well. And it took, it actually took a day. There are times where I've just created completely intuitively and it was just something that I felt called to share and to create. And there's something different. There's something different about the energy. There's something different about the energy and people can receive that and feel that. You can tell, I mean, in some of the videos that you see on TikTok, for example, or some of the products that you see out there, it sounds corny, but if it was made with love, you can feel it. You really can. That's why we love a home-cooked meal, for example. It's why I remember when I was a kid, I would ask my mom to get me my water, even though I could get it for myself. Because I thought that the water tasted better when she would go get it for me. Of course, this is so silly, but I, I really believed it when I was a kid. I'm like, oh, it just doesn't taste as good when I get it myself. It tastes better when you did. <laughs> when you get it for me, mom, you make the best water. So she'd go get me my water and bring it to me. I think, and as kids, we know these things because it's intuitive and it comes more naturally it, it makes sense to us at the time. We don't really question it. When we become adults, we tend to question things more. When we were kids, we just accepted it as it was. And I'm sure that water did taste better. There's this rice experiment that's going around on TikTok and it's a manifestation experiment where they have two jars of rice. One jar of rice they complimented and gave a lot of love to, spoke kindly to that jar of rice the other jar of rice was the insult jar so they'd insult this jar of rice and they'd call me names say oh you're bad rice and the other rice would be like oh you're really good rice we love you you're the best you have the best personality 
I've ever seen. And I bet you're the best tasting rice ever. And in this experiment, I have not verified, by the way, whether or not this is actually true, but I, should I fact check? I should fact check. You know what? I'm not even going to fact check. I'm going to just do it myself. And then I'm going to put it on my Instagram. That's what we're going to do. Okay. Cause that's much more fun. Why fact check when you can be the fact checker for yourself, right? <laughs> okay. Why not? Why not? Right. May as well. So as you're going through your week, this next week, really think about and consider your energy levels. Consider when you are feeling your most vibrant and passionate and lovable self. And when you come up with ideas and you can execute it immediately, try it out. Try it out when you're in that moment passionate about your idea you will see how it's a much smoother process and ultimately doesn't deplete you quite as much of your energy. And so you have more energy for other activities during the day. This is how it's been for me. And also you'll find that it's just more fun this way. Okay. It's more enjoyable and that's not such a bad thing. We can still be productive without running ourselves into the ground. We can still make our dreams come true and it doesn't have to be in the cookie cutter way that we've seen other people do it or the way that other people tell us to do it online. You think differently for a reason. It was no mistake. You can still have self-discipline and it doesn't mean that you have to throw your self-discipline out the window. But if you can nurture the way that you naturally are, come up with your own way that works for you, depending on your individual energy that's built to your individual likes, what you naturally gravitate towards, and incorporating that fun and that magic into your day is going to make everything so much sweeter and you're going to be your best self. You're going to create your best work when you are in this state of flow and when you are enjoying yourself the most and others will feel it, I assure you. Thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoy this podcast, then I would really appreciate it if you could give it a review on wherever you listen to this podcast, whether it is Apple, Spotify, or Anchor. It will really help the mindful startup to grow. Thank you again for listening today. I am happy that we could connect and that we could do this on camera. I will see you next week.